Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? I'm your host, Sky Guasco, joined always by my man, Lucas Kaser, and you are tuned in to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Candlestick Kids, leave a rate and review anywhere you're listening to your podcast, and follow us on IG at Fantasy Football underscore TCK Pod, and on Twitter at TCK underscore Pod. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. TCK Potters, welcome back to the program. Special episode today, we have Daniel back in the house. Daniel Sancato, long time no see, my man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? For uh, new listeners, we've got a lot of traffic as the season picks up here over the summer. For some of you new listeners, you may not be familiar with Daniel. He was actually the original co-host of the TCK pod. Of course, our main man, Lucas Kaser, now handles those duties. But uh, back in the day, uh, in 2018, Daniel was that man. Um, so it's always great to have him back in the saddle and uh, I'm really really looking forward to getting you in it man we're going to jump into a mock draft we're going to do a running back heavy mock draft for this episode episode 227 coming up on 230 will be over 250 by the time the season starts pretty unbelievable well let's get right into gracious heavy mock draft got my screen shared right here you can see that um, I have uh, the draft wizard y'all know how we roll the draft simulator from Fantasy Pros. I'm going with a season long, of course. We're going to go with full PPR as we always do. Snake draft, 12 teams. We'll do the randomizer. We do that three times every time. Here we go. Randomize once. Randomize 12, uh, 12, twice. Twice, twice. <laughs> say the, okay. um, and the third time here, the sixth position is where we're going to be drafting. One quarterback, two running back, <sighs> tight end, one flex for sake of the pod five bench spots. I'm going to select all the ADPs because I can get all those in here for us. We're not going to do best ball. We got the expert consensus ranking, loving all that. Here's something awesome. You can do just Yahoo, ESPN, NFL.com, or sleeper, mm-hmm. you know, one of these leagues. But let's get into it. I hate sixth. Sixth, not ideal. Uh, Dana, my, we, my, my least favorite draft position, I think. I was going to say, we haven't gotten your – uh, your run. It's, it's been running back week here, as you know, for the last week. Um, so Lucas and I are, are very much in tune with what we've been sharing as far as our favorite spots for drafting and everything else. What is your favorite spot? Do you like to go early in the middle, late? Do you like to turn? Give me a 30 second version of your draft specifics. Yeah, I do like I do like early or late. I mean, in some sense, early, given that I think there is a pretty clear delineation between Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, at all. I'll, I'll throw Zeke Elliott and the rest of the field. I think there is. I like being in the first few, but I'll also take being in the last few of the first round. I just don't like the middle because uh, I I feel like oftentimes it's hard to it's it's harder to maintain a consistent draft strategy when you're in the middle because there's so much that happens in between picks. But um, but that being said, I think uh, you know obviously I'm game for for anything and and it's important to be able to draft be, learn how to draft well in the positions that you hate too. So um, so this is good. 
I totally agree. And I actually, I like the turns. I actually like the turns because I'd rather pick two in a row where I can set the tone. I can pick a running back and then pick a receiver. I can pick a receiver and then a tight end or pick a quarterback in my RB3 or something. So I kind of like the turns. I'm not crazy about number six either, but that's why we do this. We're doing a mock yep. draft. Let's see what we can come up with here. So up here, if you're unfamiliar with the draft wizard, again, you can do mock drafts for free through Fantasy Pros. There's many other places uh, and websites to do them, of course. We do it on Fantasy Pros because I think it's just the best layout for mock drafts. It also is very quick, um, and you'll see that through the draft here as we talk through it. Also, it lays everything out, and I'll kind of talk through all these tabs as we go along here, but my favorite feature, and, you know, again, TCK covers um, the Draft Wizard Premium Hall of Fame package so that we have all the goodies. If you're doing it at home, you may not have, well, you won't have unless you cover the package. You won't have this right here, which is the pick predictor, which tells you what the ECR, the expert consensus ranking, is probably going to pick coming up here. And over here on the right side, you can see the draft logs. So you can pay attention to us. And here is the suggestions from the ECR. Again, we'll go through those. And the percentage of what the experts in the industry tell us is the best pick at the, this particular position. So let's kick it off here. Daniel, we have the sixth pick in the first round. We are doing running back heavy specifically, no matter what, just for the sake of the podcast, just for the sake of the mock draft to see how it runs. Lucas and I have been talking all week already about the benefits of a running back heavy mock draft. Um, mm -hmm. Also, depending on how you do it, you could also fall way behind uh, depending on the running backs that you choose. I don't like the sixth position in a regular draft, but if I have the mindset of going running back heavy, I actually like it. And here's why. Right off the bat, look who's left. Obviously, the big mm -hmm. four go off the board. CMC, mm -hmm. Kamara, Saquon, and Zeke, obviously. Michael Thomas in this mix as well this time. But we still have Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, and every other running back available. So I feel good about that. I feel good we're going to get one stud. Now, we are playing PPR. So, Daniel, I'll, you know, you're the guest of honor. I'll give you this first pick here. We are going running back for the first three picks, no matter what. we got to pick the best three running backs that we choose over the first three, and then we'll have a regular mock draft moving forward. But let's go with the running back. Yep. I'm going to go and siphon through the top four running backs. I'll even put in a fifth. Here I can add another suggestion. This is who the, the expert consensus is picking. Who do you choose out of this group? Well, it kind of depends on how much what the likelihood you think Dalvin Cook holds out. <laughs> Quite frankly, I, I, for me personally, I think Dalvin Cook is a is a better bet than than either Derrick Henry or Joe Mixon, and I think very clearly more so than Kenyon Drake or Austin Eckler. Um, it's just how risk averse are you? If he holds out, you're in trouble. If not, um, if 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 you're a risk averse in that sense, my second pick would be Mixon. I'm willing to put money on them integrating him, them integrating him more in the passing game this year. Um, so I think he becomes a PPR stud in addition to just being an overall stud. Um, so, so he would be my number two. Um, I would probably at this point in the draft, or at this point in the preseason, I would probably go with Dalvin Cook. But there's obviously some risk there. Okay, so of course we don't know if there's a holdout. That's the overlying thing. Now, if there was no holdout conversation, is this even a conversation for you? I think it's a conversation. I worry about Dalvin Cook. I mean, last year, Dalvin Cook was one of the best running backs in the league in the first half, and then he wore down. And quite frankly, actually wasn't sort of a hidden thing. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't even realize this, but he was not that good in the back half of the year. He got into the end zone a few times, so it salvaged his fantasy performance. But I would be a little bit nervous about his health history compared to Henry 
uh, and Mixon's had his, his concerns too, but to a lesser extent than Cook. Um, so, so I do, I do think it's a conversation, but I think the talent is insane, um, and I'm betting on talent. Got it. All right, Dalvin Cook, it is, huh? Yep, that's my pick for what it's worth. Let's go with Dalvin Cook in the first round. Don't mind Derrick Henry. Love Joe Mixon, as y'all know, but I'm not going to pass on Dalvin Cook as of right now because of right now, we're assuming he's playing. So we got to go with the best bets if we were to draft today. Okay, next round. Ooh, still looking nice. Okay, so everybody went off the board. I'm not going to roll out the entire – I'll just take a brief look for the YouTubers here. We can take a look at the draft board. So we went with Dalvin Cook, obviously Derrick Henry, but then Tyreek actually, number two running, uh, wide receiver off the board. Tay Adams, Nuke, and Julio go, and then a ton of running backs, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I got to be honest, bro, I'm pretty stoked personally because I have – Ray, I have Nick Chubb over Aaron Jones, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, and Josh Jacobs. So Nick wow. Chubb, my ninth running back. So I'm actually pretty thrilled about this. Is there any reason here in the second round we would not go with Nick Chubb? Are you that worried about Kareem Hunt? Well, I was just going to ask you the same question. I personally, I still think there'll be plenty of room for both of them, but I do, I do worry about Kareem Hunt. I mean, Kareem Hunt's still a supreme talent. Um, I do think he's going to be involved. He's going to vulture. He might vulture some touchdowns. He might take some passing work. So I do think there's something to be said for that. But that being said, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I would not risk a, a, a rookie, quite frankly, at this point in the draft, especially given that Damien Williams still hanging around and might still be heavily involved. Leonard Fournette's a no-go, quite frankly. I think he's on his way out in Jacksonville. And we all know that the various concerns about Todd Gurley. Um, so I do think Chubb's the best option. That being said, I do I do think Kareem Hunt's a thing, and I, I would be worried about him a little bit. I, I agree with you. Um, I think that we could get Leonard Fournette and, and Todd Gurley potentially in the next round anyway, so I'm definitely not picking yep. those guys. CEH, I'm actually okay with, especially in a PPR league, but not as my RB2. If he, if he sure. falls in the third round, we're smashing automatically. Um, but in the second round, no way. Nick Chubb is my RB2. I'm pumped. So I'm looking right here. Not a lot of people put value into the strength of schedule, but I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. the strength of schedule is fifth best preseason. That's in the prediction. Fifth best is something I take a look at. If it's 13th best over somebody who has the 21st best schedule, I'm probably not taking that into consideration as much. But fifth best, I like that a lot. Also, let's not forget that Dalvin Cook was an absolute machine last year with Kevin mm-hmm. Sitton, the new um, – head coach of the Cleveland Browns and going to be calling the shots there for Nick Chubb. I think he's going to be just fine. They bring in Jack Conklin from Tennessee, who just basically was the bulldozer in front of Derrick Henry for a couple of years. Loving this. I'm going to smash Nick Chubb as our second pick. So again, because of this mock draft, we are purposely doing running back, running back. Um, and then actually we're going to pick a third one here because that's just kind of cool. the model. Um, oh man. So <laughs> Now, we are missing – Now I'll consider CEH. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look really quick here at the draft board. So, again, podcasters, I'm trying to keep you up to date best that I can. YouTubers, you can obviously see this. Um, And for the podcasters, while we do mock draft episodes, which we do every single Thursday, um, tune in – even if you're listening to this on the podcast, tune in also on YouTube because then you can see the draft board and kind of get a better look of this stuff. So, Candlestick Kids on YouTube, you can find us there. So – Big run of running backs, obviously. We picked Nick Chubb. Leonard Fournette actually did go two picks after us in the second round, then Chris Carson. But Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, love all of those receivers. Travis Mm -hmm. Kelsey and George Kittle, obviously love both of them. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, obviously love both of them. So here's a quick pause before we pick our third pick and get smashed into this draft. 
if you go running back heavy and you go three uh, RBs in a row, clearly you have an advantage at a running back position, which I think is the most important in fantasy football. I know there's the narratives of running backs don't matter, blah, 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 all this shit in the NFL. I kind of agree with it in the NFL because they're replaceable. We see guys all the time take over a stud. Austin Eckler took over from Melvin Gordon and was arguably better. Okay, we see it happen all the time. Kareem Hunt took over for Carlos, or I'm sorry, Nick Chubb took over for Carlos Hyde as a rookie and was better. But in fantasy football, if you have three stud running backs, you're prop you're minimum in the playoffs and you're probably going to fucking run the table because it's so dynamic there with all the injuries and everything. So as we do let go of the top 10 receivers, which is a bummer, the top two quarterbacks and the top two tight ends, which is a bummer. We get three stud running backs. Now it's a little bit risky because now we're looking at value everywhere else. But the way that this particular draft fell, I am absolutely thrilled with either uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Todd Gurley. We are in a mm-hmm. PPR league. Let's again look at our team here. I can go to our roster on the side. We have Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb. Let's just assume Dalvin Cook plays a full slate. Obviously, we're not going to predict that he doesn't right now. So he's a PPR guy. He's going to catch some passes. Nick Chubb, not so much, obviously, with Kareem Hunt, but great floors. These guys are going to fucking run the ball, you know, 200 times. They're each going to have 250-plus touches. Love that. Even if ECH gets 120, 150 as a, as a um, rookie, 75, 80 of those are going to be receptions. We all know that a reception to a carry has actually one and a half times the value just in, in open space and, and ability for fantasy points. So I like that a lot. Um, you also look really quickly here. By week for CEH, 10. By week for Dalvin Cook, 7. And by week, 9. These guys are playing together all year long. I love that. Todd Gurley also, number 10. Le'Veon Bell, you all know how I feel about him. Pass. James Conner may even fall to the fourth round. Love this <laughs> uh, strength of schedule. Now, Chris, uh, mm. 30th strength of schedule, not sexy. But again, he's a pass catching back. Not really relevant because he's not a pounder. That's more of a Damian Williams hit. So, Daniel, any reason right here not to hit Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I did say last round. If he falls, it's an automatic smash. Do you agree? I agree. Uh, I agree 100%. I will make a quick plug for Todd Gurley being, like, worth considering this year. Um, I think if, if, if there is a, such a possibility, I'd almost call him a sleeper um, because I do think if there's, if there's any chance that he's going to regain his form of what he was when he was great, it'll be with the Falcons. Um, so, so I do like him potentially this year. But in the, in the, for the pick that we had, I, I agree 100%. CEH is the way to go. God, like it. All right, first three picks, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, CEH. We can speed up this mock draft now. Yep. Right, so look at all these receivers. Holy smokes. For the podcasters, Evans, Juju, Amari, Cooper Cup. So Cooper Cooper back-to-back, Adam Thielen, Todd Gurley, Ertz, Mark Andrews, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cortland Sutton, and Odell Beckham. So okay. fourth round with our first wide receiver. But here's where it gets sexy, in my opinion. All these receivers have gone off the board, all right? But we still are looking at – I'm going to bring up a cheat sheet really quick to give us an idea of who's left. Nice broad look here. Here's everybody overall with ECR recommendation, quarterbacks, running back, receiver. Let's look here at these re- receivers. Here, Calvin Ridley or Robert Woods or A.J. Brown, frankly, um, as mm-hmm. our receiver one with these running backs, I'm pumped on personally. But we don't need mm-hmm. a – now, I don't want to let Beller, James Conner, David Johnson anyway. If they're in the fifth round, maybe then that's value. Not right now, though. Let's get a receiver. Daniel, looking at this list right here, uh, Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, D.J. Chark, and so on. Who are you Oof. most 
excited about because for me, I'd be excited with, with either Woods or, or Calvin Ridley. Who do you think has the most upside here as our number one? I think Ridley – I'll take Ridley for upside. I'll take Woods for floor, <laughs> quite frankly, because I think obviously we know we know what the Falcon situation is like. We know they have Julio Jones. They now have Hayden Hurst, who's getting a lot of preseason hype. Um, so there's, there's quite a bit of competition, uh, but we know that Ridley's a touchdown machine. We know he's a physical beast, and we know that he's got, I think, as much upside as anybody in this, in this particular – range of where we are right now woods i expect to have a higher floor i think he's going to be a more consistent fixture in the passing game brandon cook's no longer hanging around um so so i do i do like it depends on whether or not you want to go for upside or floor um i think given that we've had high floors with dalvin cook we've had a high floor with uh, nick chubb uh edwards hilaire a little more wishy-washy we don't really know yet but i wouldn't be averse to to taking a run at calvin ridley at this point in the draft and trying to nab some of that touchdown upside I'm going to go with you. Actually, we're going to go against DCR a little bit because they do recommend Robert Woods now. Yep. Everybody knows on this podcast, Lucas and I love Robert Woods. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. of the situation we're in, I agree with you that, A, if Julio goes down, heaven forbid, Calvin yep. really could fucking explode. Obviously, Robert Woods could as well, but there's mm-hmm. Josh Reynolds, our man, Josh Reynolds. There's also Vaughn Jefferson, Higby. Um, uh, there's, you know, three. Cop, obviously. Yeah. Exactly. Cooper Cup, right. So there's a lot more mouths to feed, so I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley as well. And I expect the Falcons to be chucking it no matter what. We don't yeah. know what the teams are necessarily going to do. And in general, I have more faith in Matt Ryan than I do in Jared Goff at this point. I agree with you. But as always, shouts out to the Marin County kid. Oh, right. yeah. Let's, uh, let's bring up here. This is round five. We're going to take a quick look at the draft board. We're going to speed this up here, man, try to bust it out in about 10 minutes or so. So let's just fire through the last, you know, seven rounds or so. We can pick this up, minimize yeah. analysis. People can see it. Lots of receivers. Would have loved DK Metcalf right there, not going to lie. But he gone. So let's take yeah. a look again at the cheat sheet. I'm liking another couple of receivers here in a row. Again, all those running backs, like them. We don't need them. Don't need one of these tight ends. We can wait on a quarterback. How do you feel about these wide receivers over here? DJ Chark is kind of sneaky for me. Yeah, I, I don't know quite what to think about the Jaguars at this point. Um, I think DJ Chark talent is, is a clear pick talent-wise. I think I, I like DJ Chark better than the rest of these guys. Um, I, I would make a plug for uh, – I, I actually would make a plug for Tyler Boyd at this point, to be perfectly honest. But I, I, I like DJ Chark. I, I'll, I'll bet on the talent, and I'll bet on the fact that there's not a whole lot of other options uh, in Jacksonville. So I'll, I, my pick would be DJ Chark. I'm going to go with you, and ECR agrees as well. I think we can get one of those guys coming back on the corner. Let's see yep. how it turns out. And if you're watching YouTube, you can actually see all these picks blaze by us. Tyler Boyd did go, unfortunately. Our boy James Wood. He went James Wood. Wow, going in the – what do you want to go in the sixth? Yeah. That's impressive. It is. Okay, so now we're just kind of free-flowing it here. Um, let's take a look at the draft board. We got some more quarterbacks. So the last big quarterback, top six, Russell Wilson. I've actually got him as my number four. So mm-hmm. I did just say we could wait on a quarterback, but I'm not going to lie. Our, our, our running backs are stacked. Our receivers, yep. I think, are really solid. Um, I wouldn't mind taking a look at Russell Wilson here if you would be open to it. Let's take a look at the receivers. I mean, Landry would be a nice grab. Edelman, Gallup, I think, has upside, obviously. But, again, there's a lot of depth here. Receiver, I kind of think it falls off at, at quarterback. I wouldn't mind going Russell Wilson right here. I would just say I would take Russell Wilson in this position every single time. I, in general, in most of the mocks that I've been doing, I feel like I've been ending up with either Russ or or Dak, quite frankly. And and I like those. I like their value at where they are. 
quite frankly. I agree. All right, heading into the seventh round here. Let's again take a look. There's my boy Marvin Jones. Hmm. Seventh round looking good. Again, another run of quarterbacks. Uh, so we got Wentz, Ryan, Allen. I'm glad we took Russ there because I, I don't really want to start my quarterback look at, at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, shouts yeah. to a, a fantasy Hall of Famer and probably an NFL Hall of Famer, but I'm not looking at him this year. All right, so we're pretty much wide open, man. It's a open canvas at this point. We went quarterback. We can punt that. Still a number of, of uh, tight ends left. Don't mind Higby, but I am worried about Gerald Everett. I think he's going to be a thing again last year because Higby wasn't anything until Everett, Everett got hurt. Now Higby fucking exploded in the second half, so his mm -hmm. numbers were the roof. But let's not forget that Everett was the guy previous to that. So, again, a lot of mouths to feed. Eh, I'm coming around on Hayden Hurst. There's just so much opportunity in that Atlanta offense. But we do have Ridley as well, so we believe in the Falcons that much. Uh, wide receiver wise, there's a lot of upside here. Um, boomer bust for sure with Marvin Jones, but great upside. Uh, Daniel, again, uh, let's fire through the next three picks pretty quickly. How do you feel about this one? We also have Devin Singletary uh, with big upside, but he does have Zach Moss for the touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I think we could handcuff um, and just get a great wide rec uh, uh, receiving running back with Kareem Hunt uh, right mm -hmm. now to make sure that we lock up that Browns backfield. That may not be a bad idea. So I'll turn it over to you. What do you want to do? I go with receiver. I'll let you take the pick on who that is. I'll let Singletary go. I like this run of running backs that's coming up, actually. Hunt, Swift, Mostert, Akers. Uh, to, now we're getting a little down there once we get to Cohen, Geis, Brito. But I, I think we, I'm willing to take the chance on one of those guys heading out and, uh, and, and at this point go with one of those top receivers. I like Jones and Kirk uh, roughly equally. Um, I also make a quick plug for uh, Jameson Crowder. I wouldn't necessarily take him here, but I think he's underrated. I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. I don't mind the Kareem Hunt, and I just don't, he's not going to fall to us. He, he won't yeah. make it around, but I am going to go with uh, Marvin Jones so we can get a little bit more depth mm -hmm. uh, at wide receiver here. Yep. So we've got four bench spots left in the tight end. Yeah, there goes Kareem Hunt, Deontay Johnson, Singletary. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, man. They all, they all got it. Justin Jackson up in the uh, eighth round all of a sudden. Okay, cool. So let's look at the draft board again real quick. A lot of running backs. Here's your here's your running back core right here. Yes. Let's take a look here. So we're pretty even at this point. We're looking at three wide receivers, three running backs. I love them all. And Russell Wilson, who if Lamar and or Patrick Mahomes fall off, Kyler doesn't quite become Kyler yet, and Russell Wilson can actually throw the ball, he could be the, the overall um, uh, quarterback one. So I like that a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll take a look at really quick. It's just easier to look at. A lot of, you know, again, a lot of like RB2s, RB3s that we're getting in our RB4. A lot of wide receivers. Higby is still around. Tight end still available. What do you want to go here? This is tough. Um, we are going RB heavy. I like Cam Akers, quite frankly. I'm, I, I mean, I obviously Darrell Henderson's a thing, and he he worries me on some level. But I would potentially take a chance on Akers here. I would, if if not Akers, I would pass on running back and maybe go after Christian Kirk or Jameson Crowder. I'm fine waiting on tight end personally. And I'm good on Crowder too, because Crowder's a safe guy. Christian Kirk mm -hmm. is like a boom bust dude, which I think is great. But there's a lot of yep. those guys later that I think we can target yep. too. Preston Williams, Michael Pittman, my dog. There's a lot. Alan Lazard. There's a bunch of those guys yep. later. I'd rather bolster up too. Um, so I'm I'm with you, man. And and again, ECR coming through here. Now, horrible offensive line, rough schedule. Mm -hmm. He does have competition. Mm -hmm. However, all these other guys here though, Tariq Cohen, I don't hate. But I do like Cam Akers because he's our fourth running back. And if he gets the work, 
We've seen what happens. I'm not worried about Darrell Henderson anymore. Malcolm Brown's had his chances. It's just going to be a mess. Second half of the season, though, Cam Akers could be a beast. Let's go with him. Yep. All right, all right. Okay, three more and a tight end. Um, let's see. Oh, man. I think I'm just going to – oh, let's see if it happens. Yep, he's available. I'm going to make an executive decision here and go with J.K. Dobbins. Um, this uh, this is in the ninth round. His ECR is about the seventh. I think he is Mark Ingram and then some. <laughs> probably it's a good week six, maybe. Um, and he is our fifth running back, another rookie. We have three rookies here, but every one of these rookies should be the number one running back on their team by the end of the season. They could also be RB2s regardless and maybe RB1s with Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook. This is an automatic for me every single time. You guys know that I love J.K. Dobbins. I, I, I just wrote him off that he wasn't going to be available, and here he is. That's an automatic there. Six strength of schedule. Okay. Love that. He's going to split carries for sure for the first half of the season or maybe the first four weeks after that. Yeah. Though, he's going to try. I mean, we, we know that, that, that Chris Carson's style of play is not sustainable as in every down back, so, so he's bound to get some help from somewhere. I don't expect it to be from Carlos Hyde. <laughs> yep, right. And, uh, and uh, Mark Ingram, obviously, with the Ravens there, is going to be slowing down. I'm sure he's 31 years old. He did score four, uh, 15 – yeah, no worries. 15 touchdowns last year, but I don't see – Obviously, that's going to come down in a you know second round draft capital matters. The Ravens have been coming out all offseason that they believe that Jacob Dobbins is a true first round talent, but the Ravens didn't have a first round pick, so they picked their first rounder in the second round. That shit matters. So there's so much more to think about in fantasy football than stats on a page. You really got to think about the situation. Jacob Dobbins are automatic. Two bench spaces, Daniel, and a tight end. Let's take a quick look at tight ends just to see where we're at. I don't want to get too ridiculously behind. Um, Mike Kosicki, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, John o. Smith, Dallas Goddard, Jack Doyle, Blake Jarwin, Chris Herndon even. They're, they're all the same guy for me at this point. I feel like we could still maybe look for one more high upside play or two. A lot of handcuffs down in here. Um, mm -hmm. Murray was the number one running back week six and seven when he took over for Alvin Kamara. 33 and 32 total touches. Fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Mac should be the starter for at least the first four weeks, but we don't need a starter for the first four weeks. I think he'll fall off. I wish Duke Johnson got more work, but I'm not crazy about that. For me, another automatic here. We got to go Alexander Madison to handcuff. Um, uh, we got to handcuff Dalvin Cook for two reasons. Injury, obviously. But if, Dalvin, if this is a real draft and Dalvin Cook actually holds out, we've got the other Dalvin Cook. I'm not tripping on it at all. Um, again, with the, the ADP of the 10th round, man, I think this is a smash. They're saying Latavius Murray because he's got the upside uh, in the work because Alexander Madison's not going to do shit while Dalvin Cook's healthy. But we don't need him to do anything if Dalvin Cook's healthy. So I'm going to go ahead and, and grab our handcuff. Uh, two yeah, more I, to, me, to me, that's a no-brainer, actually. Two more picks. I'm going to let you decide whether you pick our last flex or our tight end, and I will pick the other one. What are you feeling? Let's see. Can you go to the – go? yeah, there you go. I want to see what we got here. Um, I'm willing to take a chance. I think there's some interesting upside in the tight end market as we get down here to obviously, I think, Gesicki, Fan, Hawkinson, even if they go, I like Johnny Smith. I like Dallas Goddard on some level. Um, Jack Doyle, I think, could actually have a really interesting season. So I'm going with the last flex. Um, I like this like this batch of receivers for their upside right here if we want to take another receiver. Any of these top four, quite frankly, or top five if you, if you throw in Rigor. 
um, are all very pickable. I personally like Anthony Miller. We all know the injury history. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has a lot of competition, but is insanely talented. Judy is maybe has a little less competition. So I'll leave it up to you uh, in terms of which one of those guys you like. But I definitely like taking a receiver here. How do you feel, quick? I didn't hear you mention Preston Williams. How do you feel about who I think is actually the number one wide receiver for Miami? Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah. I, lo- I, love, I love Preston Wilson. I think they can sustain more than one receiver, quite frankly. Um, so I'm, I'm high on, just, to some extent, both Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. I think Preston Williams could be one of the sleepers of this draft, though. I kind of agree with you. I think he was, he was quite – uh, it was really impressive, quite frankly, before he went down last year. And I'm willing to bet a young guy makes a good recovery and, and has a big season um, with with uh, Fitz Magic chucking balls downfield to him. So, so yeah, I think I think uh, I could see Preston Wilson being a valuable pick here too. I'm gonna pick Preston Williams because no worries. I'm gonna pick Preston yep. Williams because here here's the thing. I look at our roster. We have one, two, three. Um, we have three wide receivers. We need a fourth. Now, I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm looking down here, now, again, we're doing a short bench on purpose. And yep. those yep. because of the mock, we would have more options usually in the draft. But right now, if I'm looking at this, Anthony Miller, CeeDee Lamb, Judy, Rager, all those rookies I think are great. Nikhil Harry could blow up with Cam potentially. Robbie Anderson might be sneaking back, but way later in drafts. Preston Williams mm-hmm. is here that I think could be the true one if he's not already. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, I've said it 10 times in the last two weeks since I wrote my, wrote my uh, team outlook on the, on the Dolphins. Preston Williams tore his ACL in week nine. In that game, he had 79 receptions – or 79 receptions. That's pretty good. 79 receiving yards and two touchdowns already in that game before he got hurt. At the time that he got injured, he was leading Devontae Parker through nine weeks, eight games, in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. Devontae Parker had four touchdowns. Preston Williams had three. They were back-to-back wide receiver 33 – or 36 and 37 in PPR – they were exactly the same player, but Preston Williams was actually trending higher than, um, than uh, uh, Devontae Parker. So I'm going to Williams because, in my opinion, he is the one that is going to be the true number one there. I think if he's not, if Devontae Parker gets hurt, he could be the one that skyrockets to the number one. We need that kind of upside there. Preston Williams, our fourth wide receiver and last flex. Uh, Daniel, really quick, man, we're just fucking throwing darts at tight end here. Pick a high yeah. upside. And we'll lock this up. Let's see who's available here. Let's see the board. Everybody's still. <laughs> Everybody's still available. Um, let's go Noah Fant. I think Noah Fant's gonna have gonna have a, a, a much better uh, sophomore season here. And that's honestly all of those basically four tight ends. Again, throw a dart at a wall with all their names on it. Pick one of them. This is, Kasi- this is going to tell us Mike Kosicki. I'm going to say why we're not going to pick Mike Kosicki. A, we have Preston Williams. B, yep. Mike Kosicki and Devontae Parker blew up last year down the stretch, okay, after Preston Williams got hurt. Before that, both of those guys were average. Preston Williams is coming back. Fitzmagic's going to chuck it until Tua comes in. But if Tua comes in, what's he actually going to do, right? I like that. Hawkinson's still going to see improve it a little bit more. I do like Fant, even with Judy. I don't think he's going to come in right away. Take away Fant. Fant's a fucking monster. Albert O, mm-hmm. who played college football with Drew Locke, is definitely a factor, but I do think Noah Fant's great. John o. Smith is a super sleeper for me for tight end, but I would pick him in like the 15th, 16th round, not the 12th, 13th. So I, I'm with it. Let's go with uh, Noah Fant here. Let's get our draft guide. I'm going to go with a B, probably a B, maybe a B minus because we went RB heavy. Yep. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put 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 too much stock in the grade on this one because we no. kind of had a. Woo! 
We're trying to make more of make a point. Hey, all right, I'll take it. How about the 91 out of 100 A minus? Again, I'm going to blaze through our roster very quickly, and we will get out of here. Quarterback, Russell Wilson, running backs, running back heavy, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb. Uh, and then we went with uh, – Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as well, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, and Alexander Madison. Got our handcuff. We got three rookies. Love them all. Wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, D.J. Chark, Marvin Jones, and Preston Williams. Love all that. Tight end is Noah Fant. And I think our team is really stacked, honestly, bro. I think it looks great for the running back heavy strategy. We went three stud running backs. We got our handcuff. We got some rookies late that have later round value. And I think we got some great high upside, potentially number one if anything happens to their offense there, Calvin Ridley, DJ, uh, uh, DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, good for nine nine touchdowns and 1,000 yards every year. And, of course, Preston Williams, who I just thoroughly explained, Russell Wilson could be the number one overall. Awesome. Well, Daniel, hey, this is a quick one, man. It's always a pleasure to get you in. I know it's a rare occurrence these days, but super appreciate you stopping by the TCK pod. We'll have to get you back. Maybe next week for receivers. We'll see what happens. Either way, brother, I appreciate you always coming on, and uh, thank you for uh, taking some time out today. Always a pleasure, man. Hopefully be back soon. Excellent. Right on. TCK Potters, please go copy your draft guide if you haven't got it already. Five bucks for the draft guide, five bucks for the in-season package, 15 for that and some extra shit that you know what we're dropping. Lucas and I have been heavy on that. We've got a bunch coming in already. Happy to supply those for you. We'll give you the link. Just hit the link below in the YouTube and we'll get that to you right away. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Give us a subscribe and a comment here on the mock draft. Find us a rate and review on the podcast and follow us on uh, Instagram at fantasy football at TCK pod and on Twitter at TCK underscore pod. You can find our draft guide also at our website, tckpod.com. Woo. We blazed through it. That's a quick mock draft episode 227 in the books, running back heavy mock draft. Wish you all a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll be back next week with wide receiver week. This wraps up running back week. If you haven't heard the rest of our running back episodes, dial it back, check in. We'll catch you next time. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. For my man, Daniel Stancato, I am your host, Sky Guasco, and we are out of here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.